morning good morning and happy sabbath tabernacle of praise family good morning good morning and happy sabbath our visiting friends and guests we are so blessed that you have chose to be with us on this beautiful sabbath morning for this is the day that the lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it i'm so thankful today for all that god is, has done and that all that God is doing in the lives of his children and the lives of his people. Listen, um, we want you to go ahead and just click the link. Let everybody know that we are here. Go ahead and share this link. Go ahead and share um, this here uh, a message. Let your family know. Let your friends know. Uh, let your colleagues know that we are that we are alive and well. Amen. Um, and so we're just so thankful that we're able to be again on this platform um, to be able to give praise and honor to our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. Again, I'm so excited today. Um, I'm so elated at the fact that God has allowed us to be on this platform yet again. Amen. Um, and so real quick, um, we do have a couple of announcements I wanted to share with you uh, this morning as we celebrate yet another month. This is the first I believe our first Sabbath in the month of August, such a beautiful month, amen, such an awesome month. And so we want to um, just give shout outs to all of those that are celebrating um, their birthdays in the month of August. Um, yours truly has a birthday on the 16th and all those that are celebrating their anniversaries, amen, um, their anniversary, not re's, amen, anniversary in the month of August. We celebrate you too. Um, this is a beautiful month, as I said, as um, I'll be celebrating my 23 years of bliss and holy matrimony with my wonderful wife, who is actually um, um, enjoying herself right now in, the, uh, in, in, in Jamaica. Come on, somebody. So, so, so we're so blessed um, to be here, just so excited to be here, um, and just want to celebrate all those that have birthdays um, in the month and celebrating um, anniversaries in the month of August. Um, again, we bless you. We thank God for you. Also, we just want to remind you um, of our board meeting on this coming Monday at 7 p.m. Our board members, please mark your calendar uh, for this day. This is um, the, um, the last Sabbath, uh, or should I say the last board meeting before um, we um, do our reopening. Um, we're still keeping our eyes on the number, as I mentioned before. Um, as it relates to September the 4th, our reopening. Um, we just want to make sure that everybody is safe and that everything is safe. Um, and if things tend to go in another direction, um, we will most definitely um, pull the plug. Amen. Um, but as it stands right now, we're still looking to move forward with that launch date of September the 4th. Um, we encourage everyone to be masked. We will have masks available for you. Amen. Um, we ask that you will go um, and re register for um, that day so that we'll know exactly how many guests or how many um, individuals we are to prepare for. Please, if you are planning on coming, we're about to um, shut that link down. We're about to shut it down uh, because we want to make sure um, that we are have, you know, that we are able to accommodate um, all of our um, guest family and friends. So remember September the 4th. Um, is the day that we will um, embark upon our reopening. Also, we want to remind you um, there's a um, um, on tomorrow. I don't know, Andre, if we have that slide available, but on tomorrow we'll have our um, back to school bash. Um, our back to school bash, um, the grand reopening. They're having a big um, celebration on tomorrow, uh, beginning at 10 o'clock. Um, and so we want to encourage those that are um, in the St. Louis area. Amen, that you will stop by our St. Louis Unified School, um, where we'll have this beautiful back to school bash. We're gonna have um, young people there. Our, our new lead teacher will be there, amen. You'll get a chance to meet her, amen. And so we just wanna encourage you to come out to be a part of this awesome, awesome day on tomorrow, beginning at um, 10 o'clock. 
And as you see here, we also will have our enrollment um, going on at that time as well. Um, so bring your young people, bring your, 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 your youth, uh, and we'll even accept your young at heart to come on out on tomorrow so that we can celebrate um, our back to school bash. Also, you can mark your calendars for August the 15th. What date did I say? That's right, August the 15th. Amen. We're going to have our EAY Federation. Um, they're presenting a summer social. Um, and so we want to encourage you to come on out. There's going to be food, games, um, church battles, amen, prizes as well. Um, and so we want to encourage you to come on out um, to um, celebrate with our youth and our young people. I believe it's at Souks um, Passage Park. Um, and you have the address there. So we want to encourage you to come on out and be a part. This is our, you know, we want to pour into our young people. We want to get them excited. Um, we want to get them back engaged. I know during COVID has been a challenge for all of us. Amen. It's been a challenge for all of us. Uh, but we want to lead the way and uh, get our young people out and even our young at heart to come on out on August the 5th at 3 p.m. At 3 p.m. from 3 to 6, we'll be there um, celebrating in, um, in the AY fashion. Also, again, we're so blessed to be here today. We want to thank you for joining in, uh, for stopping by here. We are just so blessed by your love and your support. Um, and so as we continue to worship the Lord, <clears throat> as we continue to move by faith um, in the name of our Lord and Savior, we want to just encourage your hearts um, to just tell a friend, let them know that we're here, let them know um, that we're up and running and that we're alive and well. Um, at this time, I believe we have our stewardship piece. Um, I believe our stewardship piece is here. Um, if we, uh, you just prepare your heart as we turn it over to um, our stewardship time. If not, um, we want to encourage you um, to um, give. Amen. Um, you want to support this ministry. You want to be faithful um, with your giving. We understand and know that God is a very present help in the time of storm. Um, and so we want you to be faithful. Amen. There she is, Sister Lakita. Amen. Good to see you. Good to see you. Happy Amen. Sabbath. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Take it away. Take Happy it away. Happy Sabbath, Pastor. This is an Happy awesome Sabbath. day. We have had some great weather. Uh, Pastor Lee and I have been out fishing and well, Lee caught the whopper, but it did get away. And I, I saw it, so it was a real fish, but it was really great to, get, really out great to get out and, and to enjoy life. I want to talk to uh, everyone today about time. You know, time is limited <clears throat> in a sense. You know, when you're young, it seems like time is uh, on your side. You have plenty of it. It can be thrown away, wasted, et cetera, et cetera. But time is more valuable than money, actually. You know, your time is so valuable. And I want to ask you, what exactly are you doing with your time? I want to talk about someone and this person, in fact, two people, uh, from the Bible. One is the greatest man of all time, which is Jesus. And then the other one is Simon of Serene. <clears throat> Not too many people are familiar with Simon of Serene. And you wonder, you know, no one heard of him. So what's the big deal? So I'm going to tell the story of Simon of Serene. Simon was walking along, minding his own business, probably returning from spending his time wisely. And he ran, came up on a strange scene. Here there was a man carrying a cross. He wasn't familiar with the man. Maybe you've heard of him. I think he heard of him through his sons. And they knew Jesus, but he didn't know Jesus. And so he was, came upon this man who was carrying a cross, actually no longer carrying the cross. This has been like the third time they put the cross upon Jesus because they had beat him so badly and, and put this crown of thorns on him. That, and he had lost so much blood that Jesus was too weak to carry this cross for himself. So he, they put the, um, so he came upon them and they saw him staggering under the weight of this cross. And the people compelled him. Now, I want to take a little time to say that Simon of Serene was from the northern coast of Africa, which I think is very important. Because here we have this African person and being of African descent. You know, this is, uh, you know, I'm kind of proud of this. Uh, it brings pride to my mind that here, one of my, um, you know, here, here it is, he's coming along and he sees these people and they're compelling him. He's a stranger. He's not part of the church. He's not part of the group. And uh, they seize him and they say, hey, you take this cross. And so he looks at him. He doesn't have to. He wasn't a slave. He doesn't have to do this. But he looks and he sees Jesus and he has compassion on him. 
He probably remembered a few things that his, his sons have told him about Jesus. So he still looks at him and he pulls a cross up off of Jesus. And he carries a cross in his stead. Now he doesn't jump up. He doesn't have a bad attitude about it. You know, he doesn't, you know, fuss and complain about it. He decides to just pick up the cross and carry it for Jesus. In this moment, in this time, how much time did it take for him to pick up the cross and walk with Jesus. Jesus wasn't that far, you know, from, uh, from where he was going to be uh, hung on the cross. He wasn't far from Calvary. So he was, you know, he picked up the cross and he walked with Jesus. He didn't carry, he didn't go too fast, probably helped Jesus alone. What an opportunity, what an opportunity. You know, he sacrificed his time. Now he could have said, no, nah, I gotta get home and eat. I got food waiting on me. He could have said that, but he said, no. No, he sacrificed his time for the greatest sacrifice of all time. Don't miss it, people. So as you go along your day, you may run across something. You may run across uh, maybe someone who just need a little bit of help. You may run across even a family member who needs some help. And you may hesitate to sacrifice your time so that this person may live better, could live better, a few minutes, a, soft, a small sacrifice of time to help someone else, led to the greatest sacrifice of all time because of his willingness, because Jesus had to hang from the cross. He couldn't die there in the dirt, else prophecy wouldn't have been fulfilled, and we would not have gotten a right to eternal life. So because one person sacrifice for the person who is sacrificing for our time, we now have the right to eternal life. And with that in mind, this week, every moment of your time is precious. And don't think that any little thing that you do is not important. God sees everything you do, and he marks down, and, and it's marked down, and everything is known. So remember to use your time wisely. Sacrifice for Christ. And as we, as you hear the pastor making these announcements, uh, you know, about things that uh, he'd like to see happen, especially with our youth. You know, in this pandemic, young people are really, really suffering. Older people are suffering. And with this new variant, you know, Delta, whole families are being wiped out. So you may be called upon to sacrifice more time, your talent to cook, clean, and your treasure to help. So you help us. And as we help others, and you be about helping others too. So to help us, we would like for you to cash out to T-O-P-G-I-V-I-N-G, cash out dollar sign, T-O-P-G-I-V-I-N-G. And let this day, this week, be the week that you use your time sacrificially, because I believe in the months to come, we're going to have to sacrifice more than ever. Sacrifice for Jesus. He sacrificed for you. Make this a happy Sabbath. Amen. Thank you so much, Sister Lakita. Um, that's right. We want to sacrifice. We want to. Um, we want to. You know, be mindful of our time. Um, I was actually in prayer this morning um, about my time today. Um, and so God have your way. Um, again, we thank you so much for taking the time out, Sister Lakita, and sharing. Um, that information with us to help us um, to be mindful of our time. Um, we are not our own, but we're bought with the price, and that price is Christ Jesus, our time. Thank you so much uh, for that. Um, as we continue, of course, we want to encourage you to, um, as we, you know, do a little something different with our prayer, as, um, you know, we still want you to log those into the chat. Um, we'll be able to go back and visit those, um, but we want to encourage you to pray. Um, this is a time uh, for us to prepare ourselves for the soon coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I believe that he that shall come will come um, and he will not tarry. So um, again, as we prepare for prayer, um, we also want you to prepare your hearts uh, for a song of meditation by Sister Beverly um, as she shares her ministry with us, as she blesses us in song. Um, oh, how he loves you and me. Oh, how he loves you and me.
My, 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 my. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> uh, I, I, I was, I was, man, I was want to jump through the phone there. I, I, I felt that. I felt that. I felt that. Amen. Thank you so much, uh, Sister Beverly. Oh, how he loves you and me. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves me. I am so thankful um, that he loves you and me. Amen. We wouldn't know how to love. The truth of the matter is um, if it wasn't for Jesus Christ. So thank you again, Sister Beverly, uh, for blessing us with that song, uh, that music um, of meditation. We bless you um, and we definitely thank you. And also I want to just give a quick shout out to um, our Brother Tory. We thank you for that awesome and powerful um, Sabbath school lesson today. Amen. We want to thank you um, for leading out and letting the Lord um, use you as such. Thank you, uh, Brother Tory, and all those that have joined in and helped make Sabbath school um, uh, 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 a time well spent. Amen. So we thank you for that. Amen. Amen. Again, we want to remind you of our prayer time. Um, of course, I won't be reading the list today, um, but we will have our special prayer time. Um, we want to just remember um, the Shepherd family. I met a family last night um, who suffered um, a tragedy of a house fire. Um, the Lord impressed upon me to go and um, 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 check on this family. And so I went and um, we thank God that, that no hurt, harm or danger came over them, but we definitely want to keep the shepherd family um, in prayer. Also, as I mentioned earlier, want to keep my wife in prayer, keep my family in prayer. There's a, there are a lot of things on our plate um, as it relates to our children and school and things of that nature. So we want to remember uh, my family, remember um, I'll be remembering and praying for your family. I know we have some family members that are um, still battling with health um, challenges. And um, we want to remember the Harris family. want to remember Dad Harris. want to remember Sister Alvina. Amen. We want to remember um, Jordan to keep her lifted up. Amen. Um, we want to remember Jaden as she's off to Oakwood. We want to remember her in prayer and pray that this transition will be one that is um, inspiring to her um, and that it would be a great experience. We also want to pray uh, for her mom, um, Sister Lynette, amen, um, so far away, amen. We want to keep her in prayer as well. Um, and all those that are suffering with um, health challenges, you know, this is the season of COVID. There's this new variant, the Delta variant. Um, we want to keep that in prayer as well. Um, families are being sick, um, but we want to, and but we know that God is um, a very present help in the time of any storm that you may find um, yourself in. Um, we want to keep our reopening date in prayer. Um, we know want wisdom and guidance, and want God to lead us um, every step of the way. Um, and so, at this time, um, we want to take these matters and these petitions before the Lord. Um, and so I ask if you can bow your heads with me as we go before the Lord. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father, our Savior and King, again, we are so thankful for everything. All that we have, we have because of you, not by power nor by might, but by your spirit, saith the Lord. We thank you, O God, for being the great I am. Thank you for being a God that sees the end from the beginning and a God that know exactly what we need before we're even in need of it. And so we just give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory um, for all that you do in spite of who we are, in spite of our shortcomings and our failures, um, none but the righteous, amen, shall see you. And I thank you for placing your righteousness over our unrighteousness and that you have covered us and that you have stepped in the place um, of sinners and you've taken uh, uh, the brunt of, of, uh, of it all so that we wouldn't have to deal with it. Um, and so Father, we bless you today. We thank you for the Sabbath. Thank you for thinking of a day a time that you have set aside for us to reflect 
on your greatness, a time for us to set aside and just give you proper praise, a time that you have set aside for us to rejuvenate even our own mental health and our own social life and our own physical being, oh God. And so we thank you for thinking enough of us or we will work ourselves to an early grave. And so we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you glory for just being that kind of a God that looks beyond our faults and and you look and you see the need that we have and and that the, that the need uh, and, and you and you step in and you do what you do oh God and so we bless you today we magnify you we give you honor we give you glory uh, we wouldn't be here without you Jesus we just worship you today uh, we just honor you today oh God uh, uh, father we don't deserve any of this oh God but 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 for some odd reason you saw fit uh, to breathe life in us again today and and you saw fit oh God to allow us to rise off of our bed of rest. Uh, you saw fit, oh God, to allow us to hear uh, the sound of the alarm clock, be it on our phone or on a clock on the wall. You saw fit, oh God, to step in and do the, the most awesome thing, Father, and give us an opportunity to see you yet again. And so, Father, we bless you today. Uh, we honor you for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you are about to do. There is no one else that we can call on, Jesus. There is no one else that we can turn to, oh God. No one else. Uh, 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 there are other things, but there is no one else that we could turn to that would give us the answer um, and the results that we are looking for. We could turn to so many different things, but we will walk away more miserable. We will walk away more depressed. We will walk away more lonely. We will walk away worse than we were before we went, oh God. And so, but when we come to you, when we place our cares and our matters um, in your hand and place them at your feet, Father, we walk away victorious. As a matter of fact, we're already victorious. And so we thank you, Father, for, for doing all that you do for us in spite of ourselves. And that's why we can boldly come before you, because not because I said so, but because your scripture declares that we can come boldly to the throne of God and make our petitions known. And so, Father, we want to do just that today. Uh, we want to bring our petitions before you. And so we want to lift up before you in a very special way, the Harris family. We ask that you will cover Sister Teresa, Elder Paul, oh God, be with Dad Harris, be with the family right now. Um, we ask that you will be with them with their health, their finances, just cover them in a very special way, oh God. Let them know that you have them in the palm of your hand, oh God. You are truly an amazing God. We pray for healing over Sister Teresa and Brother Paul and over Dad Harold. We pray uh, for healing over them right now, oh God. We ask that you will speak to them and let them know uh, that you have them in the name of Jesus. We also want to lift up before you, Sister Jaden, oh God, who has traveled all the way to college. We pray that she will have a successful year. We pray right now for all of those right now, oh God, that are bark embarking upon their, their education, that are traveling away from home. We pray right now, Father, as school is about to start, uh, that you will cover them in the midst of this pandemic, oh God. We pray right now, oh God, for your guidance and your hands over them right now. We pray that this experience will be a loving experience, a great experience, will be one, Father God, that will draw her closer to you, oh God, that she will be able to become engaged and she will become excited uh, about you as well as her education. Uh, we also want to lift up before you her mom, um, Sister Lynette, right now, oh God, uh, that you would give her strength as she, as her baby's so far away. But Father, we know that you have her, so cover her, keep her, calm her nerves and her spirit, oh God. Be with um, Sister Alvina right now. Uh, we ask that you will cover her, Father. Um, we ask that you will be with her daughter right now, Jordan. Uh, we know that you know what's going on. We know that you see everything, that nothing gets by you. 
Nothing gets past you. And so we ask that you will cover and keep her in the name of Jesus. Father, you know our church is about to reopen. We pray for wisdom and guidance. We pray right now over our youth and our young adults, over our seniors. We pray right now over our teens right now. We pray over our young folk, our early teens. We pray for our church family right now, oh God, that you will allow your Holy Spirit to do a great work and that your name will be proclaimed in these last and evil days. We also want to lift up before you, my family, right now, oh God, that you will cover my wife and children. Be with the spoken word today, Father. We pray that it will come across with clarity, with understanding. Allow your Holy Spirit to speak through your word, through your manservant, oh God, that when we leave here, that we will not leave here the same way we came, but we will leave here with a newfound love for the things of God. So bless us, oh God. Keep us, we pray, in Jesus' name. Let the people of God say amen and amen again. Amen again. God is good and he is truly, truly worthy uh, to be praised. It is an exciting time whenever we could come before um, the throne of God, become before the people of God and be able to share a word of God. So I am, I am so excited again. Um, he didn't have to do it, but I'm so glad that he did. Um, oh, wretched man that I am. Hallelujah. But God saw something. Amen. Um, you know, uh, my dad, he saw something. Amen. My mother saw something. Come on, somebody. Amen. I have some friends that saw something. But oh, what God saw. God saw something. Amen. And a brother um, that allowed me to come and stand on this platform here. So I'm going to need your prayers today. I'm going to need your guidance. Amen. Um, as we get into our scripture today, found in the book of Romans chapter 12. A very familiar passage, uh, Romans chapter 12. I just want to read that right before you. Um, you have it right there on your screen. Uh, Romans chapter 12, just two verses. And it simply says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2 says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Um, the will of God, living sacrifice. Today, I just want us to talk a little bit on that subject, a living sacrifice a living sacrifice father again you are worthy of all praise again father i stand here on this platform um, unfit unworthy unprepared in need of you and so father i invite your presence now your holy spirit to come and speak to us through thy word for thy word is truth i must now decrease that your Holy Spirit may increase into your hands. I commit my spirit in Jesus' name, amen and amen again. A living sacrifice. Paul, uh, the writer of this um, epistle, um, is simply reminding us of a few things here. Um, but as we get started into this passage, it is very important that we understand that there were some things that took place before um, we got to this point. And I say that um, because as we read the text, as we look at the text, that is my prayer and my plan today is to stay in the text, to stay within the text, to only deal with the text. And so Paul uh, simply starts out by saying, I beseech you, therefore. And so we must take a pause right there. We must plant our feet right there and understand this therefore. What exactly is Paul uh, referring to with this therefore? Uh, and so we have to go back to um, the first 11 uh, uh, chapters, amen, uh, uh, where Paul uh, uh, reminds us of some things. He deals with some things. He talked to us about some things uh, in the first 
uh, uh, chapters of this passage. He reminds us uh, um, that the wages of sin uh, is death. Um, but the gift of God is eternal life. Paul uh, reminds us of some things. He, you know, he, he, he began to share with us some things that God has already done, that God uh, has done for us, that God has already laid the foundation for us, that God is basically uh, giving us a charge. There are some things uh, uh, that God has done uh, which push us now to a place where we have to render uh, ourselves this living sacrifice. God has already shared with us. Paul uh, has already reminded us, amen, uh, that, that, we can, that we cannot continue on sinning, uh, that we cannot go on sinning uh, 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 and, and, and thinking that it's okay because God uh, will forgive us. And sometimes we have uh, that mindset that because God is a forgiving God, that God is a loving God, that God is a merciful God, that I can live how I want to live and do what I want to do and act however I want to act. And because God is merciful and God is kind and God is good that he's going to simply forgive me but I want to remind us something my brothers and sisters that although God is kind and although God is good and and that God is merciful he still gives us a mandate that the wages of sin is death that there is a penalty amen uh, uh, that comes with living outside of the will of God and, and and so Paul Paul shares that with us Paul reminds us of those things he talks about the judgment he he talks about how the just shall live by faith and that and that we have to be faithful to God and that we have to trust God and that we have to live according to the laws of God and that we can't do what we like when we like and how we like uh, uh, there is a mandate that is placed upon the believers amen that there is a way that we have to conduct ourselves there is a way that we have to live there is a way uh, that we have to present our ourselves. Amen. Uh, and, and so Paul is simply sharing with us. Paul is simply reminding us, amen, that 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 that, that therefore, amen, uh, when we come to God, uh, after we've understood uh, that we can't do what we like and live how we like, amen, he says, therefore, he comes back and say, brethren, and I want to add sister in here, uh, uh, the, by the mercies of God, amen, uh, the mercies of God, we got to put a pen right there and understand that Paul, is pleading to us, that Paul is simply coming to us in a way uh, uh, that is, uh, you know, trying to, he's simply begging us uh, about the mercies of God, the importance of living a certain way, the importance, amen, of walking and talking a certain way, the importance of keeping the right company, come on, Holy Ghost, uh, the importance, amen, of what we do with our bodies and what we do uh, with with our time and with our, the, the importance, amen. So Paul simply is, is simply here making a plea uh, to the people of God, amen. And I believe and I want us to understand and know uh, that when we deal uh, with scripture, uh, there are some things uh, that are for the folk outside of the family of God. And then there are some things that are for uh, the family of God. And so with that being said, uh, you know, it, it, we, we have to understand and know that 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 that, uh, that that there are some things, Amen. Uh, uh, that 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 is that is only privy to those uh, that have rendered their life to Jesus Christ. And so, in other words, I can expect someone who don't love the Lord to abide by the Lord's law. I, I, I don't expect an individual uh, who don't believe uh, in the Lord, amen, to abide by the wishes of the Lord. I, I, I cannot expect an individual uh, who don't honor the Lord to honor the things of God. But here, uh, Paul is simply saying that, 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 that since you honor the things of God, since you, since you profess, come on, help me, Holy Ghost, since you profess the things of God, uh, since you believe in the things of God, then I, 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 I therefore, brother, I urge you by the mercies of God uh, uh, that you present yourselves, uh, 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 that you present your bodies, amen, your bodies uh, as uh, uh, a sacrifice, a living uh, sacrifice, amen. And when we talk about 
present your bodies. We're not taught, you know, it kind of puts me in the mind of when I was in school, amen. Uh, 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 I remember uh, we used to have what we call presentations, amen, uh, where we had to stand up uh, in front of the class and we had to present amen the assignment uh, of the day uh, and our and so i liken that into uh, uh, the life that god is calling us to live uh, that every day of our life um, is a day of presentation amen so i don't just present uh, uh, on on sabbath amen while it's a wonderful thing on the sabbath that we come together and we're able to fellowship together uh, but the presenting amen is not just for uh, the sabbath amen it's not just for the day of worship but the presenting paul is saying your bodies as a living sacrifice is a presentation that takes place from this point onward so there are there are no turnoffs and and there are no shut down there's no off switch uh, on this presentation amen uh, there is a, there, there is there is no there is no end to this presentation amen uh, but we present our bodies uh, our whole bodies not just a fraction of our bodies not just one fourth of our bodies come on help me now uh, uh, not just a segment of our bodies amen uh, uh, not just when i want to present it you know we good like that sometimes amen uh, we give what we want to give when we feel we want to give. Come on, help me now. I, I, I understand. I know times are rough and that we're in COVID and there is a lot happening right now. I get it. I understand. I realize that as a matter of fact, I'm in COVID with you. So I know all about it. But the truth of the matter is that we don't just present ourselves when we feel like it. We don't present ourselves only when it's acceptable to us. Amen. But we present ourselves even in the most difficult times. We present ourselves as a living sacrifice even in the most cruciating times when you don't feel like smiling, when you don't feel like being joyful, when you don't feel like being excited, when you don't feel like being bothered with. The Bible says we have to present ourselves as a living sacrifice. That's right, a living sacrifice. You know, when I think of living, I think of something with life. Amen. You know where I'm going with this. See, if you're dead, amen, there is no life in you. When you're dead, amen, the Bible says you are resting, you are asleep. Amen. When you're dead, amen, you can't speak, you can't hear. The word of God tells me um, that the dead know not anything. Amen. So the dead don't walk around. The dead don't visit folk. The dead don't conversate with folk. The dead don't do any of those things. But the living, amen, have freedom to speak. The living have freedom to move and freedom to think, amen. And so the Bible says, I need a living sacrifice. Someone that is alive, but don't mind denying themselves. Someone that is alive and well, but don't have a problem we're letting go of some things. You know, some of us, some of us, there are some things that we have to let go of. Amen. We're talking about a living sacrifice. There are some things, there are some circles that we run in that we need to step out of and get into another circle. And the truth of the matter is some of us need to step out of a circle into a square or you'll get it later. Amen. You will get it later. Uh, uh, but the truth of the matter is, Paul is saying, I beseech you, brother. I urge you, brothers and sisters. I beg of you, my brothers and sisters. I plead with you, my brothers and sisters, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, a living sacrifice. Amen. He goes on to say uh, that not only do we present it as a living sacrifice, that he has to be holy and acceptable uh, to God. Amen. Because that's why we do what we do. Amen. I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning with God on my mind. I woke up this morning with Jesus on my brain because I understand that as I, whatever I do, I do for the love of God. So I'm presenting my body. I'm presenting 
presenting my mind. I'm presenting my arms and my legs. I'm presenting my being unto God. And I'm going to make it holy and acceptable unto God because that's the reason why I do what I do. Amen. Not for fame, not for fortune, not for any popularities. I'm not trying to be in the best friend category. I do what I do because of what God has already done for me. Oh, I'm trying to get there. Oh, 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 oh yes, I am. I'm trying to get there because I understand that that is that 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 it is God that I'm trying to please. Amen. It is God, amen, that I aim to please. Let me put it like that. It is God that I do what I do and do what I do and why I do what I do and when I do what I do. I know man don't understand and man didn't understand Jesus. Man don't understand you sometimes. I get it. I know on your job, uh, folk don't understand why you worship on the, the day you worship on. Folk don't understand uh, why you do what you do, uh, but you do it because you're trying to live your life in accordance with the word of God. And Paul says that I plead with you, my brothers and sisters. So this is this is this is something uh, that, that that has a profound impact on the believer. Amen. That's right. That's right. Uh, 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 there, there, there is a reason why Paul was urging us, because we have to understand at the end of the day uh, what we do is to bring honor and glory to God, because he comes back and say, which is your reasonable, and in my Bible it says service. Amen. In other words, we need to understand that, 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 that uh, verse 1 is really all about giving worship to God. I know, I know, I know some of us, we feel like well, you know, preacher, uh, 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 you know, uh, I could just, I I could just worship right here. Uh, you know, one day is enough for me. Uh, I, you know, I give God all that I have uh, on this one day, and then the other days uh, they belong to me. But well, I just want to, I just want to bring you back around, uh, my my fellow friend, uh, just to simply remind you uh, that your days are not your days, uh, but that your hours are not your hours. Your moments are not your moments. Amen. I'm just trying to help you out. I know you may not like to hear it, but the truth of the matter is you are not your own. Hallelujah. But you were bought with a price and that price was the blood of Jesus that was shed on Calvary's cross. So at the end of the day, no matter how you feel, it all boils down to giving worship unto the Savior. And that's why I don't mind praising him this morning. That's why, you know, before I speak and even, even after all these years, I got to be honest with you. Can I just be a little transparent with the people of God this morning? Can I just be honest with you this morning? Uh, out of all of the years uh, that I've been preaching. Amen. I still get nervous. I still fumble and I still uh, wish that I could Sister Beverly could sing just one more song. Amen. Just give me another five minutes to just get my mind wrapped around on what it is that God is calling me to do. I get nervous when I stand before the people of God because I understand the urgency of the time and I realize, oh help me Holy Ghost, I feel it right there. I, I realize that there was something greater going on that there is something bigger going on so in spite of how I feel and in spite of the nerves that run through my veins in spite of all that I want to do want to just run away from it I can't help but to let the world know I can't help but to stand before the people of God I can't help it because God is so good when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me. My soul cries out, hallelujah, and I thank God for saving me. And so I stand here as nervous as I might be, as unprepared as I might be, as inadequate as I might be. Oh, help me, Lord. But I stand here as a living sacrifice. I don't feel comfortable all the time, but at the same time, I do what I do because I've taken the brakes off. And I can't stop if I choose to because he's better than good. He's better than good. He's good in the morning. He's good in the evening. And he's good when the sun goes down. So I get it. Oh, yes, I get it. I get it that there are times when you are asked to do some things that you're just not 
comfortable with. But I encourage you today, my brothers and sisters, to quit looking at what you're what you can't do up and start focusing in on what God can do up a living sacrifice. Amen. A sacrifice is not comfortable. Amen. It's not always comfortable. It's not always good. It's not always pleasant. It's not always going to bring a smile on your face. Uh, oh, yeah, we talked about it last week. We talked about the sacrifice last week. We have to understand that being a sacrifice um, is not always an easy thing. But God said, listen, you have to understand that this is your reasonable service because you're not doing it unto yourself, but you're doing it unto God. And whenever you get your mind wrapped around um, why you're doing it, uh, oh, it becomes a little bit more easier when you realize uh, that you're not doing it in your own strength. Oh, I felt my help right there. Oh, when you're not doing it in your own power, when you're not doing it in your own strength, uh, when you're not doing it for your own self, uh, but you're doing it because of God. You're doing it because of the one that shed his blood uh, so that you can have life uh, and have it more abundantly. Oh, you do it because you realize that greater is he that is in me uh, than he that is in the world. Uh, you do it because you understand uh, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper and you can walk by faith and not by sight knowing that God has already mapped it out. So I don't worry about the mule being blind. I don't worry about all that other stuff. I don't worry about all the stuff that I can't do anything about. I have no control over it anyhow. I can't stop it. If I chose to, there was nothing that I could do about it. So I just run with Jesus. Oh, yes, I do. I just run with him. I walk with him. I talk with him. I do it because he's so good to us. Amen. And so Paul is saying, this is your worship. This is how you do it. This is how you give back to God a sacrifice. Amen. Amen. Even without giving. Amen. It's not about equal giving. Amen. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, you know, equal giving. No, it's equal sacrifice. Amen. Because your giving may look a little different than my giving. Amen. But if we can all sacrifice, we can all lay it at the altar. We can all bring it to Jesus. Amen. And turn it over to him. Oh, I feel it right there. Oh, we can all do that. You may not be able to give a hundred dollars. You may not be able to give one or two dollars you may not be able to give one dollar but we can all give of ourselves we can all be a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto god because that's what we do that's why we do what we do uh, which is your reasonable service uh, uh, this is what you do as a believer Hallelujah. Uh, amen. Any believer that have a problem with being a living sacrifice, amen, then you have a problem with Jesus. Amen. You can't profess. Come on, help me now. You can't profess your love for God and your, how you love him, but you're not willing to die for him. Oh, he died for you, but you're not willing to lay it down for him. Amen. We are talking about a living sacrifice here. Oh, let me go on here. And then he comes on in verse two. He says in verse two, uh, he says, and do not be conformed to this world. Amen. Oh, yeah. Don't be conformed because we we have to understand that as a living sacrifice, amen, uh, you, you know, you're giving of yourself. You, you, are, you, are, you are pushing away some things, amen, that is near and dear to you. In other words, now Paul comes back and saying, don't be conformed to this world. Oh, yes. You see, you are in the world, but you're not of the world. Amen. Don't be conformed to the ideologies of the world. Don't be conformed to this world. But I love it right here because he says, but be uh, transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen. We have to be transformed. Amen. Uh, you see, you see schools inform us. Amen. You go to school to get informed. Amen. Amen. Even prisons reform. Amen. But only God can transform. Oh, help me, Lord. Uh, only God can transform you to change you into something better than what you are. Amen. You see, it's one thing to come to God, as they say, you know, you know, God will accept you uh, the way you are. And he will. You know, God will take you where you are. But the thing of it is, he accepts you. 
with all of your faults. He accepts you with all of your issues. He accepts you with nicotine on your breath and alcohol on your breath. He accepts you, amen, just the way you are. But the clincher is, he don't, we won't leave you there. But see, the problem is, we want God to accept us where we are, and we want to stay where we are. But that's not how God operates. Uh, oh, I'm trying to help you this morning. That's not how God operates. Uh, God will accept you where you are, and then he want to transform you and change you into a better you. Uh, I'm so glad. Hallelujah. I'm so glad that Jesus transformed me. I'm so glad that Jesus lifted me. I'm so glad that Jesus didn't leave me in the same mess I was in when he found me. I'm so glad. Oh, help me, Lord. I'm so glad that God didn't leave me where I was when he found me. I was sinking deep in sin, far from a Christian. So I'm so glad that God gave me a, a renewed mind. I'm so glad that God gave me a loving heart. Oh, I used to be a, oh, I used to be a bad person. Amen. There was no love in my heart. Every word that came out of my mouth was another word, was the other word. Oh, somebody know what I'm talking about. But I'm so glad that when Jesus found me, that when Jesus grabbed hold of me, that he didn't leave me where I was. Amen. But he transformed me. He changed me. Amen. He gave me a, a love of him. He gave me a, a peace of mind. He gave me a sound mind. Oh, I thank God that he didn't leave me where I was. Amen. But he changed me. He changed my walk. Now my walk is a little different. He changed my talk. Now my talk is a, a little different. He changed my attitude. Now I think a little bit more positive there. He changed my appetite. Now I'm eating a little bit more healthy now. Amen. Now that's not salvific. It's just the fact that God has changed me and God has rearranged me. And now I'm trying to do all that I can to be all that I can in Jesus Christ. That's right. God said, I want to transform you by the renewing of your mind. See, that's one thing that clinches about a lot of us up. We want to be changed, but we don't want to let go with some of our old ways. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. We want God to come in and clean us up. Amen. He will, we want God. Hallelujah. Here we go. Here we go right here. We want God to clean house, but we don't want him to throw the trash out. Oh, I, I, I wish I had some help right there. We want God to come in and sweep around the house and, and, and move some stuff around, but we don't want to get rid of nothing. But the truth of the matter is, uh, when God steps in, uh, oh, oh, here we, when God steps in, uh, everything needs to go uh, because there's only room uh, for one God. Uh, amen. So God says, listen, even that coffee table is in my way. Uh, that's right. That's right. You got to move it out. Even that old relationship, uh, it's in my way. Uh, you got to move it out. Uh, that old habit, oh yes, it's in my way. Uh, you got to move it out uh, because there's not room enough uh, for both of us in this space. Um, there's only room enough for one, and that one is Jesus Christ. So we have to understand, amen, we have to understand, amen, that God wants to change us by the renewing of our minds. Amen. Not only that, but that that that, that you may be proved of what is that, that that which is good. Amen. We have to understand right here, right now, uh, 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 that, that, that we have to be transformed by the renewing of our minds that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That's right. God is calling us, amen, to a perfect life. Now, I don't know about you, uh, with all the stuff that is going on in the world, I encourage you, God, take my mind. Lord, if I need to be a sacrifice, uh, Lord, I'll sacrifice. Uh, whatever it is that I have to do, Lord, I'll do it because I'm trying to get to that perfect place in my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, that's right. That's why right. all of this that we go 
through. We go through because God is trying to transform us. God is trying to renew us. God is trying to get us ready for that day when he cracked the sky because the truth of the matter is, people of God, that we can't see him in the condition that we're in now. We have to understand that there are some things that have to be removed. There are some things that God has to take out of us. There are some things that God has to replace. And there are some things that God has to erase. But God is trying to renew us. God is trying to get us to that place that when we see him, we'll be like him. God is trying to get us into the right frame of mind, into the right frame of thinking. I remember when my mind was so messed up that I couldn't think right. I remember when my life was so messed up that I wasn't living right. There may be somebody listening today. There may be somebody out there that understand what the preacher's talking about, that my mind was so messed up I couldn't think right, that my life was so messed up that I wasn't living right. But now that I met him, now that I've gotten to know him, I don't mind being a sacrifice. I don't mind laying it all down. Not just 1%, not just 10%, not just 90%, but I don't mind laying it all down for my Savior, Jesus, because I understand that he laid it all down for me early on a Friday night. On a Friday night, my Christ laid it down. On a Friday night, my Christ laid it all down for me. Jesus laid it all down for me, betrayed by friends, left by friends, ostracized, kicked to the side. He laid it all down, but yet he thought of you and he thought of me and he still pronounced a blessing of Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And the Bible says that Jesus died, that he died on Friday. He laid his life down so that you and I can have life and have it more abundantly. That's why I don't mind being a sacrifice because he sacrificed for me. And I'm so glad that he didn't stay in the grave. I'm so glad that he didn't stay in the grave. But the Bible says that early Sunday morning, early on the first day of the week, early the first day of the week, my Jesus rose. And because he rose, I will rise. Because he got up, I'm going to get up. I thank you, Jesus, for laying it all down. I thank you, Jesus, for giving it all up. I thank you, Jesus, for showing me the way uh, of how to be a living uh, sacrifice, uh, holy and acceptable. Uh, thank you, Jesus, uh, for loving me like you do. Uh, thank you, Jesus, uh, for never giving up on me. Uh, thank you, Jesus, uh, for always being a friend uh, that's sticking closer than a brother. Uh, thank you, Jesus, uh, for being a ram in the thicket. Uh, thank you, Jesus, uh, for my Red Sea. Uh, Thank you, Jesus, uh, for all the days uh, and all the nights uh, when you stood by me, uh, when I thought I was alone, uh, but you showed up uh, and you showed out. Uh, Thank you, Jesus, for loving me like you do. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me the way that you do. That's why I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind. Oh, I don't mind being a living sacrifice because he's already gave his life for me. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for never walking out on me. Thank you for never leaving me all alone. Thank you, God, for showing me how to be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. That is my reasonable service. Father, you are so great. You're so awesome. You're so mighty. Lord, there may be somebody out there listening. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, there may be somebody out there listening. Somebody out there that may 
that want to get to know you a little bit better. Thank you, Jesus. Hey! Ah. Lord, there may be somebody out there listening that need to know you just a little bit more. They are struggling in their lives and they too want to be a living sacrifice. It is my prayer, God, that you would draw them closer to you as you have drawn me closer to you. Lord, as we look back over our lives and we see how you brought us, somebody else needs to know that you can bring them as well. Lord, they may want to reach out to us, Father. They may want to connect with us. They may want to know how can we connect uh, with the people of God. Well, if you want to reach out to us, hey, hallelujah. Uh, if you want uh, a, a prayer request, if there's a special prayer request that you have, you want us to pray for you, uh, you're looking for Bible studies, you're looking for a baptism, amen. Uh, you just want the pastor to reach out to you. Well, there's our email, amen. Uh, you can email us at topsdachurch at att.net, or you can go to our website, www.topsdachurch.org, and and, 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 and just let us know that you're there. Let us know uh, we'll reach out to you, amen. Uh, because we believe that he that shall come will come and he will not tarry. Uh, he's real today. I know by popular uh, belief that some believe that he's, that he's a figment of our imagination, but I suggest to you today, oh, he's real. He's real, how do I know? Uh, because he's in my soul, my life tells me, amen. There's nothing that is going on in my life right now amen, that Jesus cannot handle. The way I used to be, I'm not that way anymore, and I know that is not because of anything that I've done, amen, but it's because of Jesus, amen. So if you want to reach out to us, connect with us, amen, we'll reach out to you, amen, because it is our desire to be people prepared to receive him when he comes. Again, we thank you so much for joining in with us. I pray, as always, that something was said that will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And until we meet again, remember to keep the faith. God bless you.